This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths. Enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Your body, your appearance, and how you feel are influenced by hormones. In the absence of hormonal balance, sleep is disrupted, brain fog occurs, weight gain becomes prevalent, and libido declines. There is a better way. It is important to understand that hormones do not cause harm. When they are produced in healthy amounts, hormones keep our bodies moving. However, we must live in reality and accept that when hormone levels are off, our health does as well. Fortunately, there are solutions. You can now test your hormones at home. Valeria interviews Alana Slingsby. She is the CEO and founder of Moment Health, a health femtech startup focused on testing and treating hormone imbalances with a whole person approach from the comfort of your own home. Meet Alana at momenthealth.co. Here's the interview with Alana Slingsby. In your own words, who is Alana Slinsby? <laughs> I forgot it right. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, so, yeah, my name is Alana Slinsby, and I'm the CEO of Moment Health, and it's a telehealth company that solves women's hormones and health. And uh, that's who I am right now. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like that. That's who I am right now. That's the focus of your life. Is yeah. into okay. Yep, this most work. Yeah, right. but it's a good, you know, right? It's like such a, your your out your art is like such a solace. It's such a outlet for humanness, you know, for mm. the craziness of the day. Having like just like an extension of you, right? Is is nice. So yes, <laughs> yeah. Now I'll ask you from the get go, what inspired you to do the work that you're doing today, Alana? Um, so it's actually very personal. It's a very crazy story, but my mom was exposed to a hormone drug, a synthetic hormone drug called DES in the fifties. And she had so many crazy issues from being exposed and, uh, she like it stunted her growth. She had, you know, infertility issues and a lifetime of like chronic pain. And so there's ongoing studies of how this affected the grandchildren, me and my brothers. And so I've just always been into health and hormones as a result. Um, and then I was working at Twitter uh, in like in corporate finance. And I started getting really sick from the cafeteria food. It was so crazy. I was like sick all the time. Like I had the flu. It was crazy. And I was like, I have to stop eating this food. And I started doing all this like research about 
you know, how food can change everything and just how it changes your hormones and like everything was so out of balance from eating this, <laughs> this food. And so I, I quit and I left to, uh, help work for my mom and she's a medical doctor now. And we ended up like building a huge social media following and it was so fun. And then we started getting all these questions like, what do I do for perimenopause? And what do I do when I get hot flashes? And I just was like obsessed with this idea that, uh, hormones can cause cancer and they can. That's why women get breast cancer, uh, men get prostate cancer and they check your hormones to see how it's affecting the pathology. And I'm just like, how does no one talk about this? Like, how does no one talk about a little, your own body is what causes cancer? It's made of the same stuff that you're made out of. Not saying you're causing it or, you know, the environment changes the aspects of the of the body. Um, but still, it was like so under talked about how like hormones are dictating your life. And, mm. and you think about like cancer is this like scary end result of disease. Um on the opposite is like this euphoric existence and, uh, and like the hormones are, are the backbone of, of the organism. And so they're determining your life in so many ways. Um, so then, yeah, we launched moment, which is a telehealth platform for women's health that focuses on hormones, um, a while ago. And we've just been growing every day and seeing women and helping women and, and uh, making sure they're getting the most safe and effective options out there and getting them feeling good again. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. The whole story. That's beautiful, though. I love the intention and the work that that is involved. I know it's a lot of work and research to do what you're doing. So that's really wonderful. Thank you so much, Alana. Mm -hmm. uh, we need more human beings with this attitude of helping one another. It doesn't really matter how a lot of times. It could be yeah. simple things, but I know this is more complex. And it's so true. It resonates true to me. I remember, I don't know if he was here. I heard that never left me this, the answer that somebody gave me. I asked, wait, read somewhere, what is to be a human being? And then this person said, hormones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what basically we are. It's a resonance, of course, because I have not been exposed to all kinds of hormone imbalances to speak mm -hmm. from that place. Mm -hmm. But I see that I feel the change when I'm 46 now, so mm -hmm. I'm probably going through. I just asked my mother about when her menopause, when the whole, um, let's say, red flower visited, mm -hmm. <laughs> stopped visiting her. She mm -hmm. said at 46. So wow. that's my age. It yeah. was very early. Yeah. So I probably, I already am into that process, the perimenopause that you spoke earlier. Uh-huh. And then I feel it's, it's becoming more, let's say, accentuated now. I can feel a lot more of those changes, but I don't consider yeah. them to be bad. There's something no. about me that's always, you know, this is nature and that's okay. Yeah. But I do eat healthy. I'm very conscious about what I put in my body yeah. and exercise and everything. Nice. So since we're already talking about this, this was the second section, but I, I can't help it. <laughs> so what are hormones and what are the signs when they are out of balance? Yeah. So there are these little micro, you know, chemical messengers that you can't even see. Um, and they basically give messages to your body on how to act. So, you know, even everything from the, you know, the hair you grow on your body to the, uh, you know, excitement you feel, and there's different kinds. So we, we focus on steroid hormones, which means they are produced from cholesterol. Um, and, 
it's funny, like cholesterol gets this like really bad rap, but it's this, it, it, everything's opposite in this world, right? Like, so it, it has, it's like the most demonized thing in the world when it's an antioxidant that literally allows you to, you know, produce life. So it's, you know, the building blocks of all steroid hormones are cholesterol. And uh, yeah, they're, they're so incredibly crucial. But then what happens is uh, through the aging process, all of these interruptions can happen. Um, and this can start really early on. Like if we consider how, you, you know, like puberty is happening earlier and earlier, which is astounding. And no one wants to ask the, the, the question why, uh, because historically, like puberty wasn't until like 17 years old and now we're seeing it so early. So this is happening so early on and it's happening even, you know, before that with the mother's health. But what happens is basically, you know, there's optimal ranges of production of these, of these hormones. And then, um, any, you know, everything from medication to diet, nutrition, uh, you know, or to the natural aging process. So really, you know, when you get to a certain point, like it's almost a gift because humans have never lived this long. And so that's, that's where like menopause arrives is like the organism isn't prepared for these changes because we haven't had a long enough, you know, time for, for this to totally be like solved. Um, in the body. And so that's when you see things like hot flashes, fatigue, really this like massive storm of issues where, you know, nothing's isolated in the body. So it would make sense that it's not just like one thing. So you, you know, a huge, you know, you can't sleep, you, uh, um, all kinds of things, you know, earlier on in the, in the more like fertile years, there's PCOS, endometriosis, uh, which those, you know, tend to be this combination of low progesterone, high estrogen, high cortisol and low thyroid. And that kind of carries on. But, you know, you being like 46 and being like, eh, you know, it's not so bad is, is a true testament of how you've lived your life for the last, you know, 46 years, because who you are at menopause is a reflection of how things have happened. You know, it's, it, mm. it's always worse for someone that's ha- had a really intense, you know, hard life that ha- wasn't been eating well, hasn't been sleeping well. Um, and so it, it, you know, it says in the word pause and this really is a time to like, whoa, pause, you know, it's literally in the word. Um, and so yes, like, ho- like a hormone issue really, it really is at play at perimenopause and menopause because you don't have a choice because progesterone's really dipping so much and, you know, estrogen and testosterone are right there with it. Um, you know, their production's going down so much. So you really feel like this vaginal dryness, you irritable, uh, all these things, but, um, it's, 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 it's happening earlier and earlier, just like as we see with, uh, puberty. So something that caught my attention, you said that in the human history, we have not lived as long. So Mm -hmm. that's why the body's kind of, it's adapting to the change of living longer. Yeah, and that's to say we're smarter than mm. our ancestors. It's to like historically we there was famine, there was warfare, um, there was yeah. sickness due to clen- like not being having clean, clen- you know, a cleanly environment. Right. Uh, yeah. And so those three items really shorten the lifespan. I I always am like hesitant on bringing that up because I feel like there's this like notion that we're like so much smarter than our ancestors when that's. <laughs> it's uh-huh. I'm always, I'm always defending them, you know? Uh, yes, we are here because of them in the first place. Yeah, exactly. They survived all that, right? Yeah, exactly. So true. Let me ask you an open question. Just in general, what is your idea of a healthy human being? What is to be healthy? Um, you know, I think about health, you know, it's in, it's in, it's in everything, you know, it's, it's in the way you laugh, it's in the way you sleep, it's in the way you walk. Um, and it starts from this, 
like I, I really don't think uh, complete, you know, or true health is is totally optimized without like a healthy childhood. So it's 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 all these things of how your mother kissed and loved you, you know, and how she like held you. So um, it's 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 <laughs> I guess you know you know health is involved in you know it's and it's so many all encompassing factors, um, but you know, what we're focused on at the moment is really this cornerstone cornerstone of health, which is that healthy production of sex hormones. Um, and those, those, when those are restored to youthful levels, and it sounds kind of crazy. It's like, why am I, how am I able to like biohack the body to, why do I want to stay 30 forever? Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's really good to think of it as protective and there's really nothing safer, right? It's not like you're supplementing with something else. You're supplementing with something that you're already producing. Um, so there's really, you know, people kind of think of it as this sort of like unnatural thing or something, but you know, you know, solving it with natural hormones, those are based on plants, first of all. And, um, they come from plants, they come from yams, ginger, soy, but, um, they come from plants, but also restoring them is restoring something your body's already been producing and you're just restoring it to youthful levels because that is protective for the body in a lot of ways. Yes. I love that. <laughs> and then I, of course, I would love to know more about that, Alana. Mm -hmm. So how does it work? It's, um, we go to your website and then I know it's a membership website and then we sign up and then yeah. it's in home we receive everything in the house, all the, the testing um, yeah. How does it work? I'll leave it to yeah, you. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, there's two options. You can, you can do the at home test or you can do the, uh, just meet with the doctor and she'll send you a slip that goes to LabCorp and CoreQuest and then we'll get the results and you'll have access to our platform. So we, you know, help with nutrition. We help with exercise. We have a life coach on staff, you know, we have a health coach, um, so it just really is this 360 approach because we don't go home with you, but we want you to have all the tools that you possibly can to succeed. So, uh, we have a lot of things available, but yeah, once we, we get the results from the blood test, we can, um, review them through a zoom call and then we send you everything you need, um, straight, straight to your door. So it's really easy. Uh, it's, it couldn't be easier and it's super convenient and like refills, you know, it's basically on demand too. Like we're available 24 seven. And so it's nice to know someone's there, you know, you're not just like, you're not just like thrown around, <laughs> uh, and you, and without like someone to, to, to talk to. So, yeah. so there's a lot of guidance throughout the whole process. Oh, not just the process. The process doesn't have an end in the way. As long as we are engaging with your company and yeah. the products, we are always have you available. That sounds really great. And then you also mentioned that everything's natural. And then I have that question for you. Off record, we talked briefly about, I shouldn't be disclosing this here, but I will. Huh? My husband is taking uh, peptides. Yeah. What is the difference between peptides and steroid? Um, so steroid hormones are, you know, they come from cholesterol. And so that's really this, the difference. And then the peptide hormones are, you know, they consist of different kinds of amino acids. Um, and so we use peptide hormones too. Um, they, you know, people use them to turn on a certain, you know, to turn on a certain repair process or, 
a certain function in the body. Um, you know, there's all, and there's all kinds. There's BCP, which is for like recovery. There's CJC um, for you know the healing process. And there's people are using semaglutide peptides. I guess there's 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 so many different kinds. And then the the um, the steroid hormones that people replenish, which are like also termed like sex hormones. Um, those are derived from cholesterol. So they're different from like, you know, thyroid hormones, which are not derived from cholesterol. So uh, we do thyroid management too, though, because it's like, it's, yes, our wedge is like, you know, the, the sex hormones, but it's really hard to look at anything in isolation in the body because they're it, everything's dancing together in this like beautiful choreography. Right. Uh, so that, if you're not yeah. eating right, you know, then the sex hormones are going to be right. Well, if, if we don't talk to you about eating, then how are we going to really promote, you mm. know, true, true healing in the body? Yes. yes. Um, ah. Wow. Yeah. That's a beautiful point. Yes. So it's a holistic approach. It's the, as you say, I think I read on your website, whole person approach. Yeah. hundred percent. So, yes. That's it. It's one of the products that you use peptides. Yes. Uh-huh. yes you do. Yes, yes. Okay. And we're still at the early ages of, I'm like understanding how, you know, this world of peptides is going to change longevity, but like a lot of it does look really promising and safe. Um, and yeah, we'll be exploring it more. It's, you know, obviously we, we are honed in on just uh, hormone replacement, but we do, but yeah, we do a lot of peptides as well. So, and, and I always ask them, I always want to follow up. I'm like, so curious how they feel after. Cause it's, it's a big investment in the body. Uh, and, and a lot of people have really good things to say and, and are reordering it. So it's, it is, I think it bodes well. Yeah. Yes. And I love the idea of trying anyway, for those who have, let's say those hormone imbalance is very obvious. It is happening after we do the test, then why not? Mm-hmm. I love trying different things. I have not done anything yet because it has not affected me mm-hmm. in a major way, uh, in a way that I can't function. Mm-hmm. So I think I don't have to do anything. But I do want to check, though, this is on my list, a to-do list of uh, getting the hormones, um, the blood test, just to yeah, check everything. It <laughs> has been a, a long time. With that in mind, so... The signs to look for, I think you mentioned earlier, uh, the effects are sleep and then fatigue. What else? Stress. Uh, some people get, you know, cysts, like fibrocystic mm, breasts. Um, right. If you get the kind of like, so that like that, that um, it's really, you know, the breasts don't lie. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. they really don't. They are like these, you know, they're indicating so much. So if you have like um, you, that cystic feeling in your breast, um, that's actually hardened collagen and it, and it gets hardened because of estrogen. And so there might, it's, you know, there's all these like feedback loops that you want to pay attention to. Um, and that's one of them with the, with, with breasts. Um, so that, and then, you know, hair in places that you feel like shouldn't be there, like, yeah. you know, too much hair on your chin is a sign of to you know, things being off balance and, mm. um, Really, every single ailment can be like tracked back to like a hormone that's either deficient or being overproduced in the body wow. or secreted. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's, so it's it's like yeah. we have to like uh, <laughs> you know wow. not be really specific when we talk to customers about what we treat, yeah. but at the same time, it's like anyone could really benefit from probably understanding their sex hormones. Yes, uh, yeah. The more I listen to you, yeah, that's kind of uh, becoming very clear to me. So hormones they affect us in a very in every way. The way we feel, that's actually the title of this episode because it really resonated true to me. The way I have it here, let's see your body appearance and feelings are influenced by hormones. Yeah. 
everything. Even even bunions on the toes, like bunions, yeah. sco- scoliosis, the way your back is shaped is reflected of your mom's hormonal profile. Um, so it's truly like in every way, acting on you at all times in every way, always acting on you. So you yeah. want to make sure they're optimal and everything. Right. Yeah. So that's a, a beautiful invitation, Alana. Thank you. <laughs> I'll share that with my community, of course. And I'm the first one to be exposed to these um, information, whatever we talk here. So I'm always like trying to apply or see how can I, what can I do for myself and people around me, my family members, and then of course, pass on to my community. Yeah. So it's really, really a great knowledge to pass on. It's education, isn't it? You actually mentioned that too. It's a nutrition, a lifestyle, but education. The more we know, the better it is about these things. And you mentioned earlier too about cancer, hormones, and mm-hmm. the connection, the link between them, mm-hmm. which a lot of us don't really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll ask you one of the open questions I have for you. I'm going back to the first section. How do you define success these days? What is to be successful to you? Hmm. You know, <laughs> that's such a good question. Because I feel like it's kind of an intimidating, intimidating question. Because, like, I, I almost feel like creation is embarrassing. You know, like, even, like, me like me having, like, my own business, I'm, like, kind of embarrassed that my name's out there. And, like, I have to, you know, like, go on podcasts and do all of this. Like, it's... Yeah. It's like part, like, I think that that's like a great quote. I forget who said it. Creation is embarrassing. Uh, But then I also, you know, feel like, you know, like success is like the next step up of embarrassing of like desiring it is never, I don't know. It's never been like, I need to have this certain thing. It's always like, I just want to create and and like construct stuff. I feel like humans are kind of like ants that way where we just like love, we love assembling things. We love putting together podcasts. We love putting together artworks. We love putting together businesses and like different ways of designing. We love putting together tweets Mm -hmm. and books and songs and stuff. And I am so that person where it's like, I'm not necessarily like desiring a specific outcome or anything. I just love constructing things. I love putting together like an, even like an Instagram post. I love talking to a patient and like, that's, that's like essentially constructing a better outcome for someone's health. And so, um, to me, I just like wake up and I like the act of constructing something that I believe exists in the world. So to me, that is like, I've already, you know, reached success, like building a practice from, from nothing uh, with, with absolutely no help. You know, I didn't get a ton, I didn't go out and like raise a ton of money, which I could I probably, you know, maybe in hindsight, that would have made my life a lot easier. Um, but I just, you know, went for it. And, just, you know, I think people tell when things are made with like true authenticity and like you truly just believe in the mission. And um, I, you know, you know, just grinding so that, you know, keep, you can have another day of assembling a, a, an art or a project or a business so that you know, the world can kind of uh, enjoy what you what your little gift is, you know. Yes, right. It's beautiful listening to you again. Uh, now it's uh, more in that genuine side of it. I love that expression of human beings just doing things that feels natural to them. That's yeah. what it is. It's you know I can't help but do this. <laughs> That's exactly. basically it. It's like a flower, you know. The flowers yeah. are just so beautiful, but they can't help but be beautiful. Yes, <laughs> they yeah. just are. Like, there's nothing mm. you could imagine doing, the, yeah. you know, that this day, and it changes, right? Like there's different phases, like 
like, you know, maybe in a few years, my, my, my construction will be like a family or kids or something. Um, you know, and so it has different, there's different phases in life, but, um, I think when I have kids, like I will want them to find that earlier, like the, you know, when you think like historically, like, wasn't Mozart like 17 years old or something when he was making his, his art. And I feel like we delay this so much. We kind of say like, oh, you have to stay in school and play and do stuff that doesn't matter for so long because you're not ready for it. And I feel like that infantilization is like hurting. And I, and I won't do it with my family. I want them to like find their, their gift to the world as soon as they can. So they can keep getting even better and become the best in the world. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a beautiful vision though. Really beautiful. I love this idea too, of playing with life in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. That's having fun, right? Like as, yes. as if we were kids still. Yes. Wow. I love that vision, yes. Alana. That's really beautiful. Um, when Let me know when you become a mother. Hopefully we'll meet again. Who knows? Maybe the podcast will be here or not in a different form. <laughs> I'd love to get the feedback from you. Oh, 10 years later, five years later. <laughs> here it is, Alana. <laughs> That sounds really beautiful. I love that. Is that the same understanding you have for the idea of purpose, having purpose in life, success and purpose? Are they all one and the same? Um, like I, yeah, I think you know, purpose, meaning, and purpose and meaning go together more. Yeah, for me, like meaning. I think we're all like where we feel this like sense of lack in our life is this. Yeah, is this like lack of meaning. Um, and you, you know, you have, you have to fill your time doing something, right? Like you have eight hours a day. Um, and so that's going to be the bulk of your life is this, is this like activity you choose to do. Um, and I don't know why we skirt around this so much that like, you know, I don't know, especially I, I guess in, for women, I feel like it's like, we don't tell them that you've got to fill your day with eight hours. What is your, what is your song to sing? Um, and Cause I, you know, I listened to the wrong people and, and went off and did stuff I didn't want to, I wasn't meant to do because I, society, sh- you know, thought I should do it. Um, I thought I had to be like in corporate finance because that was like the thing to do. And, you know, you're influenced by society more than the true instincts inside you sometimes. Yes. So most um, often than not. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then, you know, you find the meaning right there when you, when you find your song that you, you're meant to sing. And so that's really, that's really like the crux of enjoyment in life is, is having this like state of flow where your art and you are like so deeply connected that you can then give it to the world. And, and, and then success comes no matter what, right? It's, it's like, it, it build it right and, yeah. and people come. So ah, yeah. beautifully said. Yes. It's almost like success already happened. That's how I feel when I, yeah. create, I create something from the heart. Like you said, I love the way you say when your song is a, is a song from the heart, right? From that place that feels true to us, then it's always a success to me. Um, yeah. What yeah. else? And then everything else is like a gift. <laughs> it's like yeah. added gift. <laughs> yeah. And like, mm. and not to be like nihilistic or anything, but like, you know, one day we will all die. Everything you've ever made will never be remembered or anything. So, you know, you only have one life and, and you have this like window of time to give it your entire being and your entire, you know, your entire soul. Um, and so, you know, we should let people, uh, you know, as soon as possible, you know, even like, you know, very early, like this is, this is, this is what's going to nothing else, nothing external will really make you happy. Your mm. state of flow and art, um, is, is really like, that's my conclusion from mm. having gone to all the parties, gone on all the trips, <laughs> yes. on travel to every country. <laughs> 
you know, done everything. Like my conclusion was like, I actually was never happier. Uh, and I, I feel most at peace when I'm in a state of flow, working on my art, working on projects that, um, not, not that they're going to make me a lot of money or anything, just that like, it just felt meant to be or something. I don't know. You know, it's probably a better, much better way to say it, but right. No, and that's it. Yeah, you're saying in a very clear way to me. Yes, that, that's exactly it. So it's something that to me feels, I have to bring this up because when you say the word soul and everything that you're speaking of kind of resonates with um, the way I see, I interpret the idea of spirituality, mm-hmm. which is kind of um, going deeper into what this is, which I call my life and then mm-hmm. me, and then to see what what's this made of? What is this mm-hmm. all about? And that's when we find the song that you speak of. Yeah. And then we have the courage too. Do you have any spiritual ideas, Alana, about yourself or life itself, spiritual views, belief systems? Yeah, I mean, um, I feel like I'm a very spiritual person. I mean, I'm like a very religious I'm a, I'm a religious person too. Like I, 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 you know, definitely like believe, I, you know, pray to God every morning when I wake up. I want to get married in a church. Like I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So I think, but I think there's a lot of overlap of like, um, this, like God and the universe are one, but I have one mindset that I stick to. And it's basically that nothing can ever be wrong. Everything is perfect. Every, every like mistake, every challenge is so perfect. Um, and, and like the natural default state that it's, it's, it's nearly impossible for something to be wrong. And so that has helped me so much, even like, you know, from business, like if we have a slow day of patient inquiries or orders, uh, I, 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 my, my, you know, I want to kick back and say, oh my gosh, this is so wrong. Why, you know, we're the best. Why are we not doing this when I'm like, and then a week later I realize, oh my God, we had to change pricing. Thank God that didn't happen. Like, <laughs> yes. Seriously. Thank God. <laughs> like get over, you know, have yes. our normal traction. Like, wow, I am so protected. I am, I'm, I'm so lucky. I'm the luckiest person in the world, you know? And so, um, like my basic outlook on life is that nothing is ever wrong. Everything is so perfect. And, um, and, and, and it always has been true. Like in my, I'm going to be, uh, I'll be, you know, 29 in a few months and yeah. a year. So, uh, uh, very yeah. wise <laughs> and very, very wise. Um, yeah, but, I mean, not really mm-hmm. like, I just feel like, uh, you know, you go through enough like challenges and then you realize like, oh my God, it was all for, it was all like for me. It was all for, I can't believe it. Like how, how, how like divine intervention, like really is apparent every single day. Yes. Um, yeah. I love that, Alana. Yeah. That also, I, I can use different words, but it's the same message, right? It's um, yeah. perfect imperfection and there are no mistakes. No, there's an order to this. Like you said, when I, I think about science, that's what I see too, you know, the human body and its perfection. We are not doing anything to keep it alive. It's just doing so much mm-hmm. without, we, we are not thinking mm-hmm. our way to be here now. It's just doing what it does. And oh, it's yeah. by invisible forces and all the, so it's incredible. There's no, I love the way you said that. Nothing <laughs> is wrong, right? Uh, it just stopped me for a moment too. I mean, I love philosophy and spirituality in a philosophical way as well. I see I have to ask you this question. That's one of my favorite topics. Um, going a little bit away from hormones, but within the, the human experience of mind, body, and spirit, 
What is your idea of God? Like, where is God? Have you reflected upon that? Where and what is God to you? Um, so I, you know, I think there's, I was like kind of having this debate with someone, but they, they brought up some good points that God and universe aren't the same. But to me, I can't help but, uh, like, to me, they are. So the God and universe are are one and the same. So um, everything that, like, you know, you know, happens is God. And then, the you know, just, just they're synonyms to me. I don't know. I, 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 someone was saying how that was, like, a really not a, <laughs> a not a uh, intelligent way of looking at things. And I, I felt like she had a lot of good points that I probably need to revisit. <laughs> but um, that's how I've always interpreted it. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, I, you know, coming from, like, I come from, like, a Catholic family. Um, and there is this more kind of like rigid way of viewing, um, you know, God and stuff. So I feel like that foundation and that influence actually is a good starting point, you know? Um, and I don't know, I, I, I feel like religion kind of has this like aura of negativity these days and in modernity or something. Um, but not realizing that it's like such a tool that humans used forever. Um, and it's a tool, not not in a sense of like a crutch, but just like a way of understanding and, and reckoning with the world we live in today. Um, and so it's it's just it's helped me on my journey. You know, we're all on our own journey. Um, and you and it's like kind of something you always come back to. I feel like it's always there, um, and you can like reject it and and say, you know, I'm my own person, but um, not recognizing how. Ultimately, a lot of these things are tools to live a better life and a, and a more happy and a more enjoyable life. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's the fundamental, isn't it? The essence, um, the fundamental teachings of all religion, to live in love, to love mm -hmm. oneself, love your neighbor, lo love everyone, really. It's all about, the, that's the foundational, or that's what I see in all religions, um, pretty yeah. much all the ones that I have studied. It's mm -hmm. pretty much all the same, but then it's misinterpreted. And then mm -hmm. sometimes it gets, that's why um, the bad press a lot of times. Yeah. For some reason, it has been interpreted as something used to separate humans. And then now I'm from this religion. Now I don't like you yeah. because you're from that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Right. It's very divisive now. Yes, right. So thank you for being open, Alana, to talk about these um, subjects that we are not really, we didn't, it was not part of the conversation, but I always bring this. I don't know if you're aware, but I always bring spirituality into all my conversations in a way it's almost making, spiritualizing what we are doing in a sense of bringing love to it and uh, yeah. a sense of softness and not really this idea of doing something to get somewhere, but just to be in the moment and enjoy what's happening here. That's really the my purpose of creating this and has yeah. has been a lot of fun, meaningful fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being open. Yeah, we need to do that more, like reflect and think deeper. I feel like actually I was having this like thought yesterday about how, um, you know, a lot of people have trouble like finding, you know, I think a lot of people have trouble finding their person in this life, like, you know, their, their significant other, their husband, their boyfriend or whatever. And I was just thinking about how, um, because a lot of like, you know, scrolling on dating apps or casual sex is a lot easier and convenient than going deep and like going deep on, on relationships, going deep on love. Um, you know, scrolling on TikTok is easier than watching a movie. Uh, you know, these like brief skittish 
flittering interactions are just easier than going deep on anything. Um, and I, yeah, I feel like there's like an entire generation that doesn't know like what it feels like to be in love and like the butterflies of like, you know, all these of going with someone or, or anything going deep on a topic instead of just watching a health reel on, on, on Instagram, you know, like go, go read the, go read the biology book and like, you know, go, go hard on something, um, go deep on it. Uh, so I, and I feel like that way about like, you know, people just not thinking about their purpose and their meaning and their, and their mission and everything, you know, I feel like there's, so I think it's good what you're doing. <laughs> Cause that's been my own experience. I was disconnected for so long and not knowing what to do and being guided by traumas, childhood traumas, mm-hmm. and just so confused mm-hmm. that when I found that place within, we can call it, it's not really a place, but there's uh, it's a glimpse of that that cannot be touched by the outside world. It's, um, I mean, it is out there too, but it's clearly here, happiness, peace. It's not something that we find out there. And that's what you said earlier, really, th- that also caught my attention because you mentioned that you've been, you've done a lot and then now you, you find more meaning doing what you're doing today. There's more depth this mm-hmm. has more depth. And that brings us peace and happiness. That's what my experience has been. Mm-hmm. And that's why I can't help it but talk about spirituality <laughs> because it has been, I mean, we call it spirituality, but what is it? It's just really uh, going deeper, as you said, just yeah. going deeper. That's, and it's not easy, right, for most of us. It's easier not to, mm-hmm. but boy, it's so much when we go deeper. Mm-hmm. So we're almost at the end. I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. Before that, Alana, would you like to add anything that we forgot to mention or you left unsaid? Um, I don't think so. I think, you know, if you care about your health or you're going through anything, any symptom, you know, we're here to help. And you can always, if you have more questions, email us or sign up on our website. <laughs> yes, and I'll have the link on your podcast profile. My ending question, let's see. I'll ask you this because you mentioned too uh, the word love. What is love from your point of view as of now? Um, you know, I, I you kind of mentioned you're like every everything is love. You know, at the end of the day, like we're, that's what we're kind of missing in all of this is like everything is, is spurned out of you know comes you know just originates from a sense of love, um, and, and it's like absolutely beautiful that we are you know you know, that's the only way we are really created is, is through this act of love. So everything has their, has its origin in, in this, in love. And, um, there's different forms of it. I kind of like actually how in like the Spanish language, uh, there's different, you know, there's different, uh, versions of the word love. And like, of course, English, we have to like, we just like simplify everything down from complexity, but, um, you know, in Spanish, it's like, I love you, you know, to say someone, and then you like can love a thing. And so, uh, there's different like degrees of all of these things. And, and, um, that's kind of where things become like relevant to someone's life. But, you know, I think in all areas and and everything, there is this like, you know, at the end of the day, this like building block of love. So. Yes. Beautifully said too. And it actually is good in a way that we we use love for everything because (laughs) it is in everything or perhaps even Everything is in love. Yeah, um, yes, yes. That's even yes. more profound. Yes. So the last question is, what is another word for healing? What comes to mind? So to me, I think healing is really restoring because like yeah. the, the natural like state of 
you know, you think of a child that's just like booming with energy okay. and, um, a fast metabolism, not, a not, 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 not bogged down, not stress free in every way. Um, and, and the sense of like juiciness to even their skin tone and their just a total life is like, so, um, filled up to the, to the rim and we, you know, their cup is so full and, and they're, and they're so warm. Um, you know, they're, their, their hands aren't cold or anything. Um, and so healing is really restoring because we can consistently achieve that sort of a version of that for a long time, a lot to- more time than we are made to think now. We kind of have this idea that you have to be feeble, um, you know, at, at 60. And like, if you met my mom, just booming with energy. And so it's not only just like, yes, hormones replacing them, all of that is huge, but it's, it's your outlook of life and it's your, you know, your stand against the world and your, and how you, how you view, um, you know, every interaction, like every, where, you know, it, did something fall apart or, or is it, was it just something you need to learn? Um, and so it's a mindset, you know, at the heart of everything, of course, like how we view our health, how we view others, how we view the world at, around us. Um, but all of those things impact how we are living on a daily basis. Um, and so if you need to heal something, I, I would just assume you're just restoring it to your baseline. Um, everything is reacting to new environments. So you are just restoring it to this more effervescent self. Um, and that's, and that's totally okay. We all need to course correct. Sometimes I've had to do that a million times when I was like sick every other week at Twitter, I was like, I got to change so much right now that I need to consider that I'm doing a lot of things that are there, that are just getting in my way. Um, and then I was able to restore, you know, I, I like normal, like weight even like I used to like be so crazy about, um, even like wanting to lose weight and stuff. And, um, and when I was able to like overcome that battle, it, it just happens by itself, right? Like a child doesn't need to think about their weight. They, they, they Mm, are eating like an animal. They're like so instinctual. And so, um, you know, I had to restore those, those healthy mental patterns and everything. So it's really about restoring to this amazing baseline that everyone is, is able to achieve. It's Mm. just, we just need to get there and get the tools, the right guys. Yeah. Right. It's a guide. I love your wisdom (laughs) and I love how everything, it's a return to nature, just going back to harmony again. Oh yeah. You always, you you do that in a very beautiful way, very spontaneous, uh, very genuine. (laughs) I love everything about you, Alana. (laughs) It's it's really beautiful. You see, that's what we want to see us in businesses because we take ourselves everywhere, right? We don't want to leave ourselves home and go to work. We want to just mm. be whole everywhere we go. So yeah. you represent that. Thank you. <laughs> My last question, the technical question, where is the best place to find more information about you? The website, Instagram, and other means? Yeah, we're on Instagram, TikTok, um, uh, Facebook, and you know our website too as well. Wonderful. I'll have the website link and your Instagram link on your podcast profile. Thank you so much again for your presence and your beautiful presence. And we'll talk soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Alana Slingsby and her work, please visit momenthealth.co.
learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.